0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. All right. Welcome to another episode of Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. Have a special guest today Sterling Shepard, wide receiver for the New York Giants. First, need to tell you about Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling. college basketball is ready to go bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests nfl college football ufc and nhl are in full swing bet online is your number one source for wagering news odds trends and predictions all the hoops betting action along with your favorite sport available at your fingertips with every desktop and mobile access at halftime head to bet online today and remember to use your promo code believe for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts and now to the main event, the feature presentation, he is the eight-year veteran, 4,000 receiving yards, 23 touchdowns. Sterling Shepard, my man, I've been covering him since he got to the Giants and I got to the beat. It is great to have you here, man.
0: And appreciate you having me, Doug.
1: Yeah, so uh, just tell us, I know you teamed up with La Quinta by Wyndham for this La Quinta holiday hype machine. Uh, can you just tell us what this is about? What's going on here for the holidays? Yeah,
0: so I teamed up with them. we, uh, we did this hype machine. Uh, so you can go to lakintacom slash hype, and uh, you'll find a video of me. And this is basically just to hype up everybody. I know how hectic this season can be, the, uh, the holiday season can be. You know, I have kids running around. I have uh, family coming in all the time. So uh, this is for the people that need a little bit of that extra motivation um to get going and they can you know get a video of me you know i'm you know i'm known to hype people up so uh <laughs> yeah there, there's a couple of different videos that you can see on uh the website and um yeah you can send them to your friends or use them for yourself Very and cool. this this is gonna be starting on Monday the 13th and that's through the, the end of the year
1: all right yeah you do bring the hype you do bring the energy and um, all right, real quick, though, what's your top holiday activity, top Christmas activity? You know, what? what's the thing at this time every year you get you get excited about?
0: Uh, this time of year, it's really just to see my family, man. I usually have everybody come into town. So, uh, you know, it's always good being around family people that you don't really get to see that much throughout the year. Uh, to get everybody together is kind of um, is it, is a great feeling to me so that's that's what I get hyped up about is just getting to see everybody
1: same for me man christmas eve family christmas day is great for, but christmas eve you got the nerves going you yeah, see family you haven't seen in a while that's that's yeah. the top spot all right let's talk a little football um you know not to bring the hype down but we got to talk about your dog a guy i respect and like very much daniel jones um, his season now over tears his ACL. I mean, just as a friend, as a teammate, as a giant uh, you know, what was your reaction to seeing Daniel go down there?
0: Yeah, man, it, w- it was tough. Um, you know, I was watching uh, the first play and uh, it kind of looked a little weird to me. And then obviously it happened that that's that next play, uh, the next uh, play, but I mean, it's tough, man. Anytime you have a brother that goes down uh, with injury, especially a serious injury like that, uh, and especially because I've been through those, I've been through two of them and they can be dark and lonely. So knowing that they're going to be going through that, uh, I think the thing that comes into my mind is just being that friend that's going to be there for them and, uh, you know, not really let them have any of those dark times, just know that I'm there for them. So uh, yeah, it's tough business, but uh, that's the way that it goes. And and Daniel's so strong mentally that uh you know, I know that he'll be able to get past this and, and overcome it.
1: What did you see as maybe his first reaction to all this, you know, when the when the news came down, you know, behind the scenes, like how was he handling it? Uh, you know,
0: he, honestly, I saw him right in the training room yesterday and like he knew it, he had to get right to work. Like this is one of those things that you have to jump right on. You have to start beginning the, the strengthening process and so uh, I was just letting him know that, you know, if he had any questions on, on what I did. But I, like, it's crazy because I saw him on the bike and I remember having to do that same thing. Um, but it's, it's really like it, it's a want to. Um, you know, some guys want to just take a day break or take a couple of day break. He was right, right at it. And so uh, that's the mentality that you have to have.
1: No, it's good perspective because right when it happens, these kind of injuries, it's easy to put your head down and say it's over, but you've proven, you know, other guys have proven it's not, but uh, you put a lot of sweat in behind the scenes that nobody sees to get back onto the field like you are. And that's really good point. Kind of to be there for Daniel Um, staying with the hype being a little bit lower than we would like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Xavier McKinney, your teammate kind of made some comments about how he felt uh, communication wasn't great between the leaders of the team and the coaches and we, you and I both know when losing happens, uh, you know, things can split apart, whether it's in a locker room, in a team, mm-hmm. just wondering from your perspective, do you think there is any kind of uh, lack of belief in what, you know, Joe Shane and Brian Dable and the staff are doing right now from the locker room, you know, where do you think that type of sentiment is coming from?
0: Nah, um am it from a little bit of frustration, which everybody has the right to be frustrated. And I think, uh, we just got to do a good job as leaders is trying to keep everything in in-house and in with us, because uh, at the end of the day, we're the only people that can turn this thing around and fix it. So, um, you know, sometimes, you know, when you get frustrated, you say some things that you may not necessarily mean or are taken out of context. So, um, you know, I'll let him speak on that stuff. Um, but I think as a leader of, of this team and one of the leaders of this team, uh, I think that it's important for me to get back into the locker room and for, for all of us to get back into the locker room and um, just let the message be known that we got to stick together through this. Cause like you said, I've been, I've been here for a while and I've been through a couple of different teams and you know, when stuff starts to get out like that, it's, it's, uh, it can be divisive. So yeah, uh, I want to, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be okay. Uh, Guys are just, guys are just frustrated, which they have all the right to be, but you know, we 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 got to be the ones to be able to fix this thing, and and he understands that he knows that. So um, I don't I don't think that it's too big of a deal.
1: We'll, we'll be all right. Well, see, you hit on something that I've believed from the jump this season is that, especially if, like if things have struggled or the offense has struggled or the locker room needs a boost, like you're one of the guys who needs to be featured, focused on, uh, prominently included in game plans, prominently included in. Uh, these team breakdowns to keep the energy up, like you can so well, but also to keep the play and the performance up too. Because frankly, it just you got to score points to win. And so I'm wondering. I know I've taken your temperature on this throughout the year a lot, and it probably gets tiresome for you. Uh, but I imagine not playing as much is more tiresome. And so my question for you is like, how have you? How are you handling this reduced role, especially knowing that like if you're out there playing the snaps that you always have throughout your career? That you will make a difference both on the field and you know once you come into the locker room, halftime, post-game, whatever it is. Uh
0: yeah, man, it, it, it's been tough. Um, I've never been in this position as long as I've been playing. Um, but you know, you just gotta you just gotta kind of roll with it. I mean, you know, I've gone through phases where I, I'm super frustrated and it and it shows. Um, to my teammates and that's the last thing like when I think about Hmm. uh, being on a team it's it's being a teammate and um, nobody wants to be around somebody who's just in the dumps all the time about their personal situation Uh, so I kind of just had to tell myself like you got to look at the bigger picture and uh, you know you can't show that to your teammates. So I, I, I've always been, I've always been a guy to uplift everybody and to, you know, have that energy. Um, So as tough as it's been, um, I try to find a way to do that every day Uh, and, um, you know, still deal with my feelings in the way I feel, but, you know, all I can do is bust my ass every day at practice and, uh, you know, try to get, try to get, An opportunity or some opportunities here and there and you know when my number is called I I I gotta make it happen like I I don't really have much room for error you know like I've had in the past Mm. Uh, so uh you know what I mean that's just the way it goes but that's just the nature of this business and uh you know you you go through different phases throughout your career you know like back in the day I probably had a little bit more room for for error but not so much anymore um but you know what when, whenever my number is called and uh whatever the guys need from me is really where my focus has been um for the past couple of weeks and yeah
1: small small margin for error also puts a lot of pressure on those snaps right like every, people are human and if you know that you're playing 60 snaps on a day you right. know maybe you a drop, a but,
0: to, right? Yeah, you have a chance to you know that's always like what I've done if I had a drop it's like okay I'll be all right like I'm about to just make something big happen you know and then everybody forgets about the drop Uh, but you only got you only got three snaps in the game you got to make the most of those three snaps and yeah like you said but that's just the way this is man it's like you either deal with the pressure and and come alive or or you don't so um yeah yeah man that's what position I'm in and You know, I try to be grateful and thankful in in every position that I'm in. So uh, I try to find ways to do that.
1: All right, a couple more quick ones. I know you are busy, uh, you know, with the Giants, with your schedule, with the family, with La Quinta. So a couple more and we'll get you right out of here. I appreciate your time here on the Talking Ball Podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, You mentioned being a great teammate. Um, You know who comes to mind for me, Saquon Barkley, and how he's handled everything from his contract situation to the way the team is right now to the role he is in. Um, even to the point where going into the Raiders game, Saquon essentially doubled or tripled down on the idea that he envisions himself as a lifelong giant, as a guy who is, you know, the next Eli, the next Strahan, the next Tiki. just want to know as a guy who's so close with him and such a great friend of Saquon's and also has shared the highs and lows on the field with him. What do you think of how he has gone through this process and maybe where he wants to go um, through all this?
0: Uh yeah, I, I would let him speak on where he wants to go, but um how he's handled everything. I mean, we talk about handling things like a pro, and <laughs> the man has handled it like a true pro. You know, there's been times where um uh, you know other guys are like they, they don't even know how he's handling it that way, but that's just what type of guy Saquon is, and like <laughs> he's the ultimate teammate. Um, you know he he motivates he you know during the tough times he's the one that gets up and and gives the speeches to the team and every single word is felt like you mm. can see how much heart and passion that he plays with like I, there's not too many people that can handle a coach coming in or somebody coming in and telling him look you gotta you gotta take this game over and then they go out and they do exactly that like <laughs> it's not too many people. You can do that. Like a lot of people can have been had that talk. Like, yeah, I'm going to go out. Yeah. I, I got you coach. I got you. No, nah, he, he doesn't say anything. He just goes and, and does it bro. like, he's just special, special generational talent. Like there's no other way to
1: other way to put it. Damn. No, that's so well, that's so well said. All right. Final one, you know, on that same wavelength of career giant, um, you know, back in the spring, I talked to some people who kind of told me that John Mara and the Giants, like they value you, which I already knew, but they value you as a person, as a player, but as a giant. And that, you know, whenever the day comes that you hang up those cleats and hopefully it's a long time from now that you would have a long-term role in the organization for what we're talking about today, the hype, the energy, the passion that you bring to the organization. That's not just about the sideline. It's about how you show up every day, how I see you in the locker room, how people see you walk in there. What does it mean to you to have heard that? And then is that something you want as well? Do you view yourself as career giant, long-term giant, you know, almost the way I think of a guy like, you know, Victor Cruz, kind of the way he's become like a, a larger than life, uh, person, you know, post-career based on what he's done with the Giants and what he's continued to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've had two completely different careers, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I, I love this organization, man, like from top to bottom, uh, everybody upstairs to view, I I love everybody in that building. And, um, you know, I'm very appreciative and, uh, grateful for, you know, Mr. Mara and, and how he's, um, you know, been with been for me throughout my career. And uh yeah, I mean I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to go give anybody else or any other franchise uh my time or my energy. Uh if I was to do that anywhere it was it would be here with the Giants. Uh you know, just because of uh, you know, all that I've been through and how they've they've always had my back. They were the, the ones who gave me a chance and uh and drafted me. And uh yeah, I mean I've always tried to Try to handle things on and off the field the right way, and um, you know I think that's that's the reason I'm in the position that I'm in now. So, uh, like I said, I'm grateful.
1: Excellent, chef. That is Sterling Shepard. He's here with La Quinta by Wyndham and the La Quinta Holiday Hype Machine. Go check that out. We are sponsored here on the Talking Ball Podcast by Bet Online and by Estate Ninety Eight Coffee. at the Sencia Day Cafe from El Salvador. Dating back to 1798, takes three seconds to make. I drink it all the time when I'm doing talking ball. Gives me energy, not as much energy as Sterling Shepard provides day in and day out with the Giants and with La Quinta. Shep, thank you so much. Really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.